0: Welcome back to The Good Life everybody. My name is Jake Locke, co-host of the podcast.
1: And my name is Austin Hartman, the other co-host.
0: Welcome it's to The, the good, good Life. life. Thank you for tuning in to episode number seven of the podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking about finding the keys to success early in your career with Ryan McCracken. Uh, Ryan's a good friend of mine, good colleague. Uh, We both work out one resource group. I've known Ryan for about eight months now. Uh, we've grown really close together. He's a real, real solid dude. And to get us started, do you want to give us a little background information about you? Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah, sure thing. And thank you both for having me on, Austin and Jacob. Jake, thanks for the, the kind introduction. I sure appreciate that. Yes, but sir. Yeah, like they said, uh, my name is Ryan McCracken. I'm 24 years old. Uh, graduated from Van High School in 2016. So getting getting a little older, still young, though. Uh, <laughs> went to Glenville State originally out of college or out of high school, excuse me, two spent two years there, played baseball, uh, ended up transferring after my sophomore year to St. Francis here in Fort Wayne, played my last two years of baseball there and uh, graduated. Like I said, from uh from Van Wert, Ohio, very very family oriented, um, growing up, always been around my family a lot, very Christian household. Um, so I credit my parents a lot for my upbringing. I had a good childhood and hoping to make it a good adulthood, too.
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, like I said, I've only known uh, Ryan for about eight months now, but he's he's a real solid dude, and he talks a lot about his family and Christ and how close uh, he values that. Um, to get a little bit into your college, so you said you play uh, college baseball?
2: Yeah, yes, sir. So... Played college baseball, um, played a couple of different sports growing up, but baseball was always definitely my favorite. So I knew, you know, maybe that'll be something I can do in college, get get a little scholarship, have fun while I'm there. Uh, got recruited by a couple of different schools out of high school. Glenville State and Glenville, West Virginia was my top choice. Um, had really nice facilities, pretty solid undergraduate programs. Spent two years there. I was about six or seven hours away from home. Which at 18, um, you know, when I was getting recruited and everything, I was like, that's not going to be a problem, you know. Whatever, I get away from mom and dad, get away from my brothers, <laughs> spread the right. spread the wings a little bit. But I mean, when you get away like that, it it really makes you focus on yourself. Um, you know, you you really realize you're laying in bed at night. You're like, man, if I wanted to go see someone that I know or I love, it'd be six or seven hours, and you know that's a that's a hard pill to swallow for an 18 year old kid. So. Um, I learned a lot about myself while I was there. Made a lot of good friends. Um, met a lot of people, you know, outside maybe outside my comfort zone, out, outside, Van Wert, Ohio, that I wouldn't have otherwise. So I I really appreciate, um, Glenville for that. Definitely got a little mentally stronger while I was there. Like I was saying, you know, being all alone, that's that's definitely tough on a young guy. So, you know, I had to learn how to do stuff on my own. I, I like I said earlier, I had a great upbringing. I wasn't always doing my own laundry or my own dishes stuff like that so going off of my own having to clean my shower my toilet that that was crazy stuff for me i'm glad i i me too brother like those aren't self-cleaning like that's what i'm saying right like i always had this vision you know like someone comes in and cleans them you know it's all you but uh, that was definitely a little wake-up call for me but you know that's that's stuff you gotta you gotta learn how to do that kind of stuff on your own whether it's that or dealing with problems when you're away from your parents or you know maybe you lose a loved one while you're off by your own you got you Mm got to learn how to go through those types of things on your own because you know the unfortunate part of life is you know the people you're around they might not always be around so you got to be able to count on yourself you got to be rock solid and you know that's i i think that i'm definitely not there yet but i took a big step while i was away you know i don't let stuff that might have affected me back then affect me anymore you know jake Sees me gets mad, sees me get mad sometimes at work on the phone. Uh, you know, whatever happens, I, I don't try and dwell on it. You know, give it an hour, two hours. If it's something serious, maybe 24 hours, sleep on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, come back the next day, fresh perspective, um, and, you know, handle it like a man. And that, that's what I learned how to do while I was away. Um, came back, back to the, the college story. Came back that summer after my sophomore year. I was playing summer baseball here in Fort Wayne, Woodbat League. And I kind of knew when I came home, like, you know, maybe I won't go back there. You know, if someone sees me play, they're like, hey, Ryan, you know, we'd love to have you come to school closer to home. Maybe I'd say yes. And luckily that summer, uh, Coach Butcher, my my college coach at St. Francis, saw me play, um, gave me an opportunity to come home, which was awesome. Um, Another part of being at Glenville, I think my parents came maybe two games in the two years I was there just from it being so far away all the schools we played were far away so i wanted to be able to be home Um, they can come watch me i can go home if i want i have three younger brothers so i wanted to you know see their high school football games their high school basketball games i didn't want to miss them growing up either so you know very very family-centric that's for sure decided to come home and and ended up probably being one of the better decisions i've made Um, going to st francis the the keith bussey school business you know it really set me up for success Um, Being at Glenville, they didn't even have a business administration major, which is what I did in college. So Mm -hmm. I was doing sport management. I thought I was gonna be, you know, the next Jerry Maguire. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be right all these pro athletes, and you know, the reality of it, that's that's probably not gonna happen. So right. came back. Luckily, I was able to get um, the business administration major, which I think that's, you know, pretty key. I wanted to keep it broad. Um, that way, you know, if some any opportunity comes up, I can jump in. That's, you know, I can say, yeah, I went to school for that. You, yep, know? Like, you know, no, absolutely. You know? But um, came back to St. Francis. Had a great time there. Graduated and and now i'm at one i've been in one resource group ever since and it's, that, been a, it's been a good ride
0: yeah that's great and i feel like you and austin sort of connect on a level austin went to trine his uh freshman year and transferred back to pfw if you wanted to speak on that briefly and your experience with it yeah so
1: i went to trine um like you were saying for um about a year and a half and then i transferred out of it um so i transferred in the year before covid so i was in the pre-doctorate program so i was wanting to be an er doctor um uh, the Plans kind of changed. Um, we went in um, to uh, that year. Year was fine. It was great. Um, the only downside was it was fifty thousand dollars a year, and that kind of that kind <laughs> of pockets. It yeah. Thing. So I was like, I was kind of thinking, it. I was working the numbers and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, so it's going to be about $200,000 just for my four years of base college then all of medical school and then the training and all that. I'm like, it's going to work out to like $700,000, 800000 in debt. Jeez. So I was like, okay, uh, maybe we should start looking at other options. And like, I was just nervous to jump ship since I'd already put in a year. Right. And then COVID hit. And then we were doing online school and I was just sitting in the basement doing school and stuff like that. And like, yeah. I'm paying $50,000 to literally sit in my own house and teach myself my own work. Like... Yeah there's no way I'm going to be paying this much money to do this. So I kind of jumped ship there and then um, transferred to PFW and then started with a business program. So,
0: Yeah, and I feel like a major decision in all of our college choices and, you know, maybe it took you two years to decide, Ross a year to decide, where me a year to decide as well is that we all want to stay close to family. Right. And ultimately family is all you, all you really got and all you can really trust. And I feel like a lot, a lot of kids our age don't really think of that when they're making their college th- decision. They're like, oh, I want to go to the college out in California or and then leave their family behind. And it doesn't make their family feel good either. Yeah, so
1: It's almost like a rebellious teenage stage. It, it, almost, it, it, you it is, want yeah. want to go out on your own and live on your own, which I feel like everyone kind of went on because like, I wanted the college experience like when I went out, but mm-hmm. obviously it's not all that it hyped up to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, for sure. And yeah, so Ryan, you mentioned that you work at One Resource Group. I do as well. For those of you that don't know, One Resource Group is an insurance brokerage. Um, I want wanted you to touch base on how you joined the industry or why you joined the industry. Where is it just completely by luck or chance?
2: So it's actually a pretty crazy story how I got started at one resource group. I was in my last semester of my senior year and back home, my dad owns a couple of car dealerships. I always thought, you know, I'll go home. I'll work for dad. I'll live in Van Wert my whole life. Yep. You know? yeah. But my parents were always really big on, you know, don't settle for that. There's more outside, you know, Van Wert than you're ever going to see here. So they, they really wanted me to pursue something. And, you know, maybe if you know, everything hits the fan, I can go back and work there. But, I was really looking, you know, to get into some type of financial services job, whether that's, you know, becoming a CFP, working in the insurance industry, um, you know, working at a bank. I was cool with that. And I was just sending emails out to all these places, sending my resume, wasn't hearing back from any people. I was like, man, you know, I might be packing my bags going back to van work here pretty <laughs> soon my dad texted me i was in class one day and he was like hey my friend who's a friend of our boss todd stewart his name's mike dewitt he's like hey mike dewitt said hit this guy todd stewart up he owns one resource group it's this place in fort wayne you know todd's really got it going on you need to see if he's got a spot open i was like all right and he's like here's his email address so I just sent Todd an email like, hey, I'm Ryan, I'm a senior, I really would love to work for you, here's my resume, you let me know when we can talk, and Todd emailed me back like that, You know, copied Tony, who's our, our uh, manager all there, and said, you know, get this guy in for an interview in a week or so, so I come in, interview, um, they hired me, I had no idea but like i had to look up what an annuity was before i went into this interview. telling me disability income mm-hmm. so you know that wasn't stuff i really focused on during school and i went into that interview and they're asking me questions about that kind of stuff i'm doing my best to answer all. i'm just like tony i'll be honest with you like i don't know i'm willing to learn and i, I think that's a big key that, that they heard you know i'm willing to learn um, so they hired me in i i started in an associate position so there was a, a guy that would run the region i would be his associate and his name was Tom. He was a, a great mentor for me, trained me up pretty well. Um, about six months into my first year at One Resource Group, he took another opportunity. He left the company. And I was like, man, if I get put up to that, you know, into that spot, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that job. That's a lot of responsibility, a lot of knowledge that I don't know if I can handle right now. And lo and behold, get the call up, you know, hey, you're going to take over for him. And it was—I you know, hear it all the time. It's kind of like drinking water through a fire hose, you know. It's like there's <laughs> yeah. it a lot of information, a lot of knowledge, a lot of requests, a lot of service just being thrown at you. And you know that—that that kind of took me back to the Glenville days. You know, you either step up or you—you you go home. And I was like, man, if I go back to Van Wert with my tail between my mm-hmm. legs from yeah. this, you know, I'll never be able to live that down. So I just decided I was going to step up, and you know, I just. I've been running with it ever since. It's it's been fun. Um, I've learned a lot, and I, I definitely credit you know Jake, all the employees at Org. They're, they're great people to work with, and it makes working pretty easy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you face the most growth through the more adversity you get, and right. you get thrown challenges on a day to day basis, and you exceed those expectations. And that's why you know One Resource Group is paying more trust in you and giving you more re- responsibility.
1: Yeah, and one of the books I was reading was actually speaking on that. Like, if you're not comfortable, you're not, or if you're too comfortable, you're not growing. So, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations definitely is key to growing as a person as a whole.
0: Yeah. Um. What skills, or you know, what do you think you possess um, to make you succeed in the position you're in? Is it your personality? Is it you know, you're detail oriented? What are some you know skills that you think help?
2: kind of like i was saying in that interview you know just being willing to learn they no employer is going to like if you come in the interview you're acting like you're hot stuff out of college you know you know everything no nobody no grown man or grown woman is going to want to hire you after you know you you act like that in front of them so i think a, a willingness and you know being objective enough to walk in there and be like hey you know i don't know everything i'm willing to learn whatever you guys want whatever you guys need me to know you know just teach me i'll be a sponge i'll absorb so i've always you know Put to, I've asked Tony a lot of questions, I asked Tom a lot of questions when he was there, you know, like, what would you do in this situation, you know, how should I handle this guy, and I just take you know, mental notes, write it down, even pen and paper, you know, here's what you do in this situation, here's what you do in this situation, I just tried to take as much knowledge in as I could, um, and kind of put it into action in that, in that aspect, I guess, but another, a big, big skill, I guess, is just being able to talk, like, in our, in our industry, it's a lot of sales, you're talking to a lot of people, you might not even meet in person. You know, you're calling nope. some guy in California on the phone, insurance agent or financial advisor out there. You gotta be able to talk to him, you know, make him feel comfortable sending his client's business to you. And I that was a big thing I had to learn too, you know, being able to have a conversation with someone that maybe our interests on the line or maybe they you know, they don't like sports, so they have a different political view, different mm-hmm. religious view. You gotta be Open to everyone. You know, everyone's money is the same color. Everyone's yeah. money thinks the same. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm cool with with whoever now. I can, I feel like I could pick up the phone, talk to a guy on Hawaii, you know, sell him a surfboard if you need a No, <laughs> for whatever. sure. Yeah, so. And I
0: think a lot of your success contributes to that. I feel like you're just a natural sales guy, slash, natural one of those guys that grind. I mean, you're there an hour early, you stay an hour late, and you're really focused and driven on, you know, Obtaining a lot of wealth and growing yourself, yeah.
1: So, like in college, you were saying um, you played for San Francisco baseball, right? Are they
0: NAIA?
2: Yeah, NAIA. Okay.
1: So, how does that? How did you balance that out between like social life, school life, and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, that's a great question, Austin. It is a lot, you know, especially like your freshman, even some of your sophomore year. it, It takes a lot to get used to that. It takes a while and you know obviously you're going to 15 hours of classes a week you got baseball practice you got to do your homework you got unbelievable eat, you know, yeah so it kind of it took me a, probably all of a year to really figure out like hey you know here's when you can take a nap here's what i need to have breakfast <laughs> right you know, like yeah. you, and that that's really helped me in my professional life too just kind of being able to lay my day out you know know i want to do this at two this at three this at four and you know maybe have some downtime, relax time but you got to be able to plan you got to be able to kind of you know compartmentalize things like you're not always going to have time to go have fun and i, I think that's played a, a big part into me getting to where i'm at now is you know understanding you have to sacrifice some things if you want to be successful and i think that's something our generation struggles with a lot you know insta gratification i want it now um you know a big thing too it taught me you got to be patient like i you go when you go play college baseball you're probably the best player one of the best players from your high school team and you get there and you're with everyone else who was the best player on their high school yeah. team yeah that's mm-hmm. kind of how it is when you work too like you know you're smartest or best kid in your grade you get to work oh there's ten you're at the, be- like the best you're at the best of the best you know, right on yeah so that, that you know sports i feel like i took a lot away from that and they always say when you're growing up like oh you'll use this in, in the real world and you're kind of like yeah okay and then <laughs> you get in the real world and you're like you know what you go, coach joe was right you know yeah what? so
0: yeah. i feel like some of the most successful people in business played sports throughout their childhood and learned that discipline, you know, sticking to the day-to-day, and eventually it pays off. One of my favorite um, things to go by is from author uh, James Clear. He said, if you get 1% better each day out of 365 days a year, you get 37.76 times better right. rather than, oh, I'll take off three days this week. If you, if you just get 1% every better, you're going to be 30 times better than you were the year before, and that's evident in the work you've done. Um, so what's been what's been your biggest challenge in your career so far
2: man it, it's probably just being kind of thrust into a an unsure situation for me I, it's really kind of it was kind of a flight or flight situation you know I was either gonna pick it up and run with it or I was gonna go down in flames like you know there's that Ryan guy he lasted eight months in burnout. and burned out and that's just something I've never been you know a quitter I've never wanted to give up on things and I knew I could tell from, as as Jake would say too, you know, the, the leadership at org, you can tell if you stick around, you know, you stick to the plan, they'll take care of you. You'll have, you'll have a pretty good life. So I was like, you know, if I stick this out, you know, if I can say I did this, that the next challenge is going to be that much easier. And, you know, maybe the next challenge is something even bigger, but I can say, you know what, when I was 22 years old, I did that. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a lot of just kind of self-starters like that i feel like is what people need like yeah you've got a challenge but it's going to get you ready for the next one and and the next one and the next one because that's what life is you know it's just going to be punch after punch it's all about you come back
0: yeah oh go ahead oh yeah
1: so i was just going to say like um you're talking about taking the punches and stuff like that is there anything that like you've looked towards like like a motivation like an angle that was making you go okay i'll take that punch i'll take that punch
2: yeah and it, you know i Tony's going to love to hear this but I I really you know Tony's a big role model for me and he's a guy that started at the bottom and he's made it you know towards the top he's at the top of his game Um, he's a he's a leader in our industry and I look at a guy like Tony and I'm like you know I want to be like that you know I want to be a businessman I want people to respect me I want to be in a leadership role and I knew you know and I, I talked with Tony a lot during that time too and he went through a lot of the same things and i was like if tony can stick it out i can stick it out right bro. so i didn't want him to have that over me uh <laughs> so i was like i gotta do this from not only me but i want to prove to tony and todd that like hey you know ryan's battle tested he's he's here to stay he's someone you can count on and i i think that went a long way towards doing that for him f- i
0: feel the exact same way i look up to tony and todd a lot yeah. i mean the the confidence those guys walk in and you know the storms that they've been through it's incredible yeah. i definitely look up to tony a lot to you know what i want to be in the insurance industry and i know he's willing to you know sort of take us under his wing and show us the way that that plays perfectly into the next question i was going to ask um who's been your biggest supporter slash mentor role model i know you named off tony has your parents played a role in it or
2: yeah for sure i mean i would say first off is as my dad's definitely been my biggest role model and supporter um i kind of mentioned he's in in the business world also he owns a couple car dealerships so you know growing up i worked for him since i was 15 years old cleaning cars driving cars into the service lot so i've seen kind of every aspect of that i sold cars i saw i saw it all so it really made me realize you know hey yeah this guy pulling a car in or this guy washing the car he's not as valuable as as the biggest salesman but you know he's still an integral part of this team you mm-hmm. know everyone at a company matters no matter if you're the janitor you're tony wilson or the evp you know you've, you've got a spot there they need you and you know that so i got a pretty good head start you know kind of seeing how businesses worked how how to do things how not to do things um and you know i call my dad on a daily basis you know hey here's here's what happened today you know what happened yeah. to your day you know we just go back and forth you know people giving us heck for hey. you know a deal gone wrong or you know whatever it may be but he um he's been through it all my dad has and he's another guy who started at the bottom made it to the top and you know anybody that can do that i i'll respect him and obviously he's my dad so I kind of have to but (laughs) (laughs) he's been a he's been a big rock for me man and when I was you know going through that time where I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do it you know he was the guy that was like Ryan you can do this you know you're strong enough you're smart enough you'll you'll be fine you can do it and um, I I give him a lot of credit for that too obviously Tony Todd um, all the all the senior guys at One Resource Group have been great role models for me I you know Brian Josh Pat you can ask them any question they'll be right there to help and that's how it seems. I'm sure you could attest. Like everyone at Org is more than happy to help you out, answer questions, and I I really appreciate that. It's made it easy to come up there.
0: Yeah, no, everybody at Org is super great and helpful. I mean, summer was tough. I was making hundred cold calls a day, and you know, I have I have ton of questions for Zach, Pat, Josh, anybody, and they're always willing to answer. And I feel like that's huge part of trying to grow within an organization. Right. So, uh, yeah, what do you think is most understood about the insurance industry? What do people get wrong the most?
2: I mean, definitely from what I've realized, and you and I have talked about it, is people our age think life insurance especially is for older people. It's for people who have kids. It's for people who are you know worried about dying soon. And that's the biggest misconception I would say I've seen with the industry is, you know, life insurance, especially for people our age, you know, low to mid-20s, you can use that as an investment tool. You can use that to, you know, basically put money away in a separate savings account that's it you know, out tax-free later on. So there's a lot of living aspects to life insurance that I don't think people realize. And, um, you know, I would encourage them. We have a, a platform right now, Integrity for Life. You can get term policy in 20 minutes all of them are fully convertible you can get it into an, an iul an index universal life and that was kind of what i was leaning into with the investment part um you know a life insurance policy obviously you've got the death benefit that's what your family gets when you you know god forbid pass away but there's also cash value built up inside a lot of people are familiar with whole life which you know that's kind of been a staple it's been around since our parents were little kids but whole life and iul are really similar you know whole life is owned by a mutual company which is where the stockholders or the policyholder is the owner of the company so if you own a policy at northwestern mutual you're a company owner you're Mm -hmm. a stockholder that's why they pay you a dividend an index universal life is kind of the same deal you're just putting your money into the index so like the s p 500 jp morgan mosaic stuff like that where you know you're putting money into an index let's say the market returns 10 percent put a hundred dollars in that year for an easy number you're getting a grand back you know 10 percent or i'm sorry you're not getting a grand back you're getting ten dollars back so you're getting mm-hmm. 110 back and it just keeps rolling over you know you get 10 the next year there's another 10 percent of 110 you know and another and another you can put a long-term care writer on there so if you're worried about getting sick or you know being in a hospital hospice when you're older you can throw a writer on there when you're young like us super cheap put it yeah. away for later years um, living benefits on there critical chronic, terminal illness you know you can just do a lot of things and i think it'd be smart for any young person you know i've got some on myself my younger brother has one on himself you know just get into something whether it's a little hundred thousand dollar policy you know just something to kind of get you familiar with how the process works start putting some money away convert it you know they're they're super flexible too so
0: well it's crazy because you told me the other day that you wrote a hundred thousand dollar policy on your brother that Goes to St. Francis and he it was an uh, index universal life policy, right? Right, it That's was. crazy. And that was my biggest re- revelation um, by joining the insurance industry is that you can use life insurance as an investment tool. And that's what really blew my mind. Tony sat me down for about an hour one day and showed me how the process works. And it literally blew my mind. I it was When we met up at a Mocha Lounge with uh, our good friend Chan, I was telling him, guys, I just learned the craziest thing. Ever, and you guys should put all your money into it. I, I, I'm serious with it, too. I mean, right. you can withdraw all this money tax free and have the death benefit with it. It's crazy. And that's really the biggest shock and what's made me so passionate about being in the industry and wanting to grow in it.
1: Yeah, It, it really does bring up to light. like if you can get the tax benefit and not have to pay taxes, like you're already paying taxes on your money. And so, if you invest, just like say, in the stock market in general, you're paying taxes, oh, pre-tax, yeah. and then after-tax too when you take it out. So, if you can avoid that after-tax, like not paying the government twice.
0: And even with like your 401ks and IRAs, like you put the money in now and it grows tax-deferred. We well, got to take the money out at some point. Right. With IUL, you you know you eat the taxes up front and then let it grow and you know, take that out tax free. And And,
2: another big positive is, you know, compared to like, let's say a traditional stock or a traditional index fund, and an IEL, you've got a 0% floor as well. So let's say we have a year like this year where the s and p down, you know, 15, 20 points, you're not getting that negative 15, you're getting a zero. So, you know, instead of losing money, you're not gaining any, but you're, you know, staying afloat. So I think that's a good thing too. Like, like you were saying, I remember,
0: said, I remember Todd coming in the middle of the summer and the S and P was down. Yeah. Like 15, 20%. He goes, well, I haven't lost any money. Yeah. I'm like, excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> my, my yeah. account shows negative 20% and that's the power of life insurance. It I mean, is. it's a great way to protect your money. For sure, uh, Yeah. So what's uh where do you see yourself a year from now?
2: Man, a year from now, you know, a lot of exciting stuff's going on at One Resource Group. We had a a big partnership a little over a year ago now with Integrity Marketing Group, who's our parent company, I guess you'd call them. Um, And we're going to start seeing a lot of new things, you know, maybe a year from now. I'm hoping I've got, like, you know, a team of three or four guys like myself that I'm kind of managing. um, Maybe a little more hands-off on the, you know, calling every day, running illustrations, kind of the the busy work that comes along with running a region. Um, You know, maybe have some people to help that help out with that and then I kind of can focus on my main relationships whether that's key accounts or you know big producers we've got a couple guys that are big time out in California where I can just kind of focus on them make sure they're hitting on all parts and then maybe have a team to help with some of the flow business you know that that would be where I'd love to be where I see myself realistically (laughs) I think (laughs) is uh, probably doing pretty similar to what I'm doing now Um, you know kind of running the west I'm hoping you know maybe I have a young a young man like Jake Locke slide in and help me out. Um, that would be great. Hey, you I hear could, that, Tony? Yeah, you hear that, Tony? Yeah. If I could get someone like Jake, you know, I don't know if there's anyone out there who's you know is motivated and um, willing to go to bat for you as as a young man like Jake is. But um you know, kind of doing my thing like I am now, managing a region, um, making calls, doing some illustrations if I have to. But I'm hoping that like you know the guy like you comes along, I can help train. Um, and develop because i feel like i didn't get as much of that because i was kind of thrown into it i think it'd be cool to you know kind of help get somebody ready to be the next ryan you know
0: Absolutely. You never know. We can get Austin okay. over at One Resource Group, too. Hey, let's, let's tee it up. Yeah, let's see let's tee it up. Together. Let's yeah. go, baby. Run in the west. <laughs> yes, west side, baby. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, we haven't really touched this part of your, your career. You just recently started your own uh, insurance agency called McCracken Insurance Solutions. So if you wanted to touch on that a bit and how uh, you know people can connect with you on McCracken Insurance Solutions and what's, what are some of the tools you use?
2: Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, I credit you a lot with the, the launch of MIS, McCracken Insurance Solutions. You've been a huge help. You and in, in Digital Marketing, um, you know, you got my name out there. I'm reaching people I wouldn't have regardless, so I, I definitely appreciate you for that. Um, but we got it up and running probably, what, two or three months ago? Yeah, two, three right months, yeah. um, And it, it's just one resource group is, you know, a nice enough and, and good company where they let their employees write outside business. And a lot of um, BGA's or or brokerages like ourselves don't let their employees write business as agents, but org's cool when they do let theirs. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I've got this smart, smart young guy over here that knows everything on the digital marketing world, Jake Locke. I've got, I'm able to write business outside. Like I need a landing page for this. Cause just like Ryan McCracken life insurance agent, that sounds kind of corny, you know, Like, <laughs> someone clicks on this Facebook page. they are like, look at this guy. Like, oh, you know what I mean? So I was like, if I get a logo, you know, I get a professional page. I think I got a shot to make some money and it's, it's off to a good start. Like I said earlier, the integrity for life link, I'm, I'm blasting that out all the time, quick, easy life insurance. Um, but it's definitely cool to, to see your own name out there on the face of something Um, i'm hoping that it just continues to grow and and maybe that's what i'm doing you know in a couple years down the line it's just mis all day long Mm -hmm. but um you know i'm I'm off to a good start i like it a lot and i would encourage anyone who is thinking about maybe starting up their own business you know whatever that may be maybe you're making beads necklaces bracelets whatever you think's fun you know start a little side hustle up it's not gonna hurt you like what are you out you know maybe you're out the hundred bucks or whatever to take start it up but you know all there is is upside potential. Don't be afraid. Take chances. You know, go out there. Put yourself out there. It's okay to fail. And, you know, we were kind of going over that earlier. Um, you're going to fail over and over and over again. McCracken Insurance Solutions might fail. Like I mean, We, it, we don't know. Chance. Yeah, we don't know. There's a chance. And you got to be willing to take those chances, uh, not only in your working life but in your personal life, or you're going to be stuck, you know, wherever you're at in life. You're not going to move on. you gotta, you got to be able to put yourself out there, get some skin in the game.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Sounds good. Just to move on to the next, like, area, uh, what do you see as something that, like, you succeed in more than other people in your industry?
2: Yeah, I think uh, a big thing I've tried to do to set myself apart is kind of like Jake was saying earlier, you know, coming in late, staying, or coming in early, staying late, you know, just really proving that, uh, that you're committed. And that's a big thing, you know, I've noticed with my dad and at One Resource Group. A big thing with our generation is, kind of touched on earlier instant gratification i want it now i don't want to work for it um you know all these people that are our parents age now they they think our generation's lazy they think we're uncommitted they they just think we're you know sit around play video games all day so i went out of my way to show todd and tony you know hey i'll be here when you need me to i'll stay as late as you need me to like this is my priority i don't have anything more important going on in my life than you know working here obviously i do but you got to give them that impression you know so I would show up early i'd stay late you know i would do anything they asked me to do any busy work you know anything i probably didn't want to do like hey ryan go go print this off ryan go go grab this for me okay i'll go do it but you know as at the same time maybe i come back in tony's office catch a little bit of a conversation on the phone learn something you know what i mean so being around people who are in charge or who you want to be one day i think that's the biggest key to to getting there is you got to see how they act you got to see what they do uh, or you're, or you're just going to have the same tendencies you have had you know you got to be able to see what it takes to be the man and, and... I, I think that that was a big part of it for me for sure.
0: And that's the fun stuff being able to sit on on you know, your boss's phone calls where, you know, they're giving a speech or something that you get to really pick up on the stuff that they're doing. Tony let me come in the other day and listen to a sales pitch on one resource group that he did and took away a lot from it. Right. And I, I really hope that they know that we really do appreciate stuff like that. I wanted to touch on one of my favorite things that being one resource group and I think is un- unbelievable and the, it's crazy the potential we have from it so we play our role as the broker right you know we're helping financial advisors and agents take care of whatever they need Mm -hmm. but we can have our life and health license on the side as well and and sell on our own so we have two different i don't want to say sources of income but it sort of is right you know we're selling on the side we're making money with one resource group you know, if we run the policies through one resource group, they're making money as well. And that's really what has me excited for locked in digital marketing is that I'm setting up these digital marketing campaigns for agents and advisors within one resource group. So every, say, you know, you reach 20,000 people on Facebook, those are 20,000 clients that can write a policy through you and then ultimately through one resource group. Right. And that really, I, I had a meeting at uh, Purdue Fort Wayne the other week about uh one resource group sales and marketing internship and i just harped on that as, as hard as i could because that's you you're not going to do that anywhere else you work at any other marketing job or even at a sales job you're not going to be able to s- set up a side hustle that's so closely related with your work and you're gonna be capped wherever else you go. Right. And that that's something that I really appreciate One Resource Group allowing us to do. And it's it's really exciting. Uh, you know, our coworker uh, at One Resource Group wrote a $20,000 annuity mm-hmm. through my digital marketing that wouldn't have been possible without One Resource Group allowing me to do that. So For that's real? something I really wanna to touch on. So yeah, if I, we asked our last guest this, uh, if you could describe yourself in one word, or one phrase, what would it be?
2: man i think the word would it honestly be solid like i just try and be solid in every aspect of my life i know i'm not going to be the best at this the best at that i know i'm not going to be the worst at this or the worst at that but i want to be solid i want to be you know someone whether it's me as a friend me as an employee an employer you know whoever whatever role i might mm-hmm. be and i want to be you know i can count on ryan like he's a good dude he's solid so oh yeah that's that's what i've always strived for um is just you know being reliable being solid so I'd say
0: it's. You're you're a solid guy and you're one of my good friends, and we've only known each other for a short amount of time. I'm glad to call you my friend. Austin, I want to touch uh, base on your sales/slash marketing experience. I know you've been Kelly Automotive the past, well, not a few months anymore. It's been almost a year now. Yeah, you want to touch on what you've learned and what you would recommend, you know, a high schooler going into college looking to start their career in the space.
1: So, um, like you are saying, I started out doing sales over the summer, and with sales, it's like it's kind of like your job is really just making friends. You're not selling, you're helping the customer purchase. So you don't want to come off as a salesperson to them, you want to come off as a friend, helping them get what they want. So in cars, like you don't want to be like, yeah, this has this, this, and this. Well, you also want to be like, hey, th- what, what means the most to you? Like, do you really need the heated seats, do you need this? Like, you want to have them find the perfect car for them. So really, before you make the sale, you kind of build rapport with them. Mm. So that's what I really did. Um, that's how I got 13 cars in my first month of being so at Kelly Automotive. That was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, just built rapport with the customers, and I was just I was answering every question. If I didn't know something, I was getting the answers for them. I was uh, always ready for them. If they ever needed to call me, I'd let them call. They would call me on my off days. I'd still answer the phone, answer any questions. So just being really there for the customer, helping them have the best experience with the sale that they can possibly be, because especially like with cars, you're gonna drive like it's a long-term investment, yeah. like it's a something you're gonna be driving for a while. So you want to be happy with your purchase. So yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. That's great. Insight. And you know, being in the sales and marketing space. It, uh, it definitely helps being a likable person and something i picked up over the past year or so and helping being a more likable person is, are two things and you guys can tell me if you agree or disagree with these number one is ask the other person questions ask some questions about well, it could be whatever you know if you're helping them with a policy review or you're helping them sell a car ask the questions that they want to hear and second being compliment them I mean be like hey I like your jacket that's really cool or if you're on the phone and he says you know he likes the Bears be like oh yeah the Bears are a really good team. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I mean even if they're not but if you if you pair two those two things together who's not going to like you? Right. Exactly. The most unlikable people are people that just talk about themselves and never ask any questions about the other person. Do you guys agree with that? Oh, yeah.
2: Definitely.
0: Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, when you compare compare those two things and being a likable person, I mean, the possibilities are endless in the sales world.
1: You can definitely tell, too, like, if you're dealing with a salesperson. You can tell if they're money hungry or they're Mm -hmm. really there to help you, like you were saying. um, You can tell, like, if you're asking the questions, you're asking what they want, what they like, and stuff like that. they really builds a good rapport with them
0: uh ryan would you recommend where so say your younger brother is going into business school and he's looking for an opportunity would you recommend or guide him towards the insurance industry or
2: i i would you know i i wish someone would have kind of nudged me in that direction luckily you know i kind of got a half nudge mm-hmm. you know towards the end but yeah. there's really a lot of different avenues you can take in the insurance industry and that's something i didn't know you know you can be at where we're at work at a brokerage great spot you can be an agent you can be out in the field talking to clients you can work at a carrier you know you can go work for nationwide or prudential and have a great life too so there's a there's a lot of different avenues you can be working claims you know there's a there's a lot of different things to do and there's a lot of jobs you know a lot of carriers a lot of brokerages like ourselves are looking for good hungry young people and i would you know anyone in business school now i would really encourage them to take a look i know the insurance industry kind of has uh, a type of you know aura around it where it's like uh mm-hmm. oh, no insurance that's that's <laughs> so boring you know why would i ever want to do that and i thought the same thing so i can't blame anyone but no. you get into it and it's it's cool you know you're you're calling on people you're hitting goals you're you know helping serve families which is a big part of it too you know you actually get to help someone out which is is always a good feeling but i'd encourage any business student right now to look into insurance and if it's not for you that's that's fine it'll look good on your resume it'll be a good experience for you in customer service so
0: And ultimately, whatever avenue you decide to go and go in, uh, one of my favorite quotes is successful people find something they like and they do it a lot. And it's it's as simple as that. So whether if you're going for accounting, finance, medical school, whatever it is, if you find something you like, just do it a lot. And one of the best pieces of advice I got was from my girlfriend's dad. He said, Jake, all you really got to do to work your way up the ranks is tell people you're hungry and just stay 15 30 minutes afterwards and it goes a long way i've took that and i've experienced good growth from it for sure yeah so that's all i got on my end you guys got anything else to close us out here i
2: don't
0: think so yeah ryan what are you expecting out of uh, mccracken insurance solutions here that round out the year and going into 2023 man i'm hoping to you know finish the year on a high note we've been we've been riding it all year hopefully
2: finish out good I want 2023 to be even better though. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to go harder. I'm going to try and meet more people, get my name out there more. Uh, uh like you said, I'm going to stay hungry. I'm going to do whatever it takes. So, um, I'm hoping 2023 is even better. I I'd love to thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate for, for giving me a platform. Let me, let me hang out with you guys for a little <laughs> yeah. bit.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for joining, man. That's all I got. You all good, Austin? I think we're good. Cool. Thank you everybody for listening to episode seven of the good life. Uh, we look